Digital signage is a very comprehensive and multifaceted communications tool, which we talk about all the time. And I can't think of a market that more exemplifies that than what we call the retail market, because retail can be just about anything that the public goes to. So we're going to talk about some of the ins and outs of retail digital signage today with Jason Kane, Region Sales Manager for the South Central Area of the United States for physics. Hi, Jason. How are you? Good. How are you today? Excellent. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to this episode of Digital Signage Done Right. Don't forget you can subscribe to this podcast and you can follow along with a full transcript of our conversation on the Physics website. Just go to Physics Resources Podcasts. Whether you're using digital signage or not, our podcast gives you practical tips for communications and content to better engage your audience. I'm Derek DeWitt. Welcome to Digital Signage Done Right. So, as I said, uh, the retail space is uh, a big one, right? It kind of covers all sorts of stuff. Like you say the word retail, my first thought is, you know, like like a shop, like a clothing shop or a bookstore or something like that. But it's way more than just that. Yeah, I think just like you do, when when you hear the word retail, you immediately think of a department store. However, retail is anything that the public has access to. So it can be a bank, it can be a credit union, it can be a car dealership, a grocery store. I mean, it's just endless. Right. Museums, uh, you know, amusement parks, anything. Yeah, exactly. Zoos, casinos. I guess the word retail would be a stretch for a casino, but it still is a a public uh, place. (laughs) There, there, There is money changing hands. (laughs) Yeah, it's usually just one way. (laughs) That's true. Obviously, we're talking about places where people are visitors and they're also customers to some extent. They're they're buying uh, admission perhaps, uh, and obviously in a museum, they're there to see the exhibits. But in most retail spaces, they're there to get either goods or services. And it seems to me that really... Digital signage really helps focus that sort of customer-centered communications that I think a lot of organizations and companies and venues want to do these days. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the, The nice thing about digital signage, not only can it be engaging to the customers that are visiting whatever the location is, Uh, but it can do dual purpose. So you can have non-public facing digital signage that helps communicate things to the employees. And then you can also, of course, have the public facing digital signage that uh, showcases things, displays things, talks about things. I mean, there's just an array of things that it can do. It almost bridges the in-store experience and the online shopping experience. You know what I mean? Like like it's it's a ridiculous statistic. It's something like well over 85% of American adults Um, shop online semi-regularly. So they're already used to thinking about some sort of digital interface when they shop. And so now they're in a store and it just seems like a natural extension and a way to sort of marry those two experiences into into one. Yeah. So, I mean, it absolutely is a seamless transition, you know, if you will. So everyone is on their computers probably 90% of the day anyway. So when they go into a retail location, seeing something on a screen is just uh, quite natural. And and so what are people using uh, the digital signs for? Obviously promotions, I should think. Like, hey, here's some of our stock or uh, here's a sale that's going on and stuff like that. What else have you seen uh, in the way of uh, types of messages? Yeah, so I've seen a lot of different things. So if you look at banking institutions, they'll put uh, you know credit card rates, their mortgage rates, they'll put 
any kind of promotions that they have to include, you know, new member incentives, et cetera. Uh, you know, so if you think of a banking institution, you're there in person. And if you're there in person, you may be waiting. So that gives them an opportunity to advertise. But I've also seen, you know, a different perspective, such as at a zoo, you know, zoos will use the digital signage to uh, become interactive or explain what an animal is or, or what, you know, their native habitat is. Um, I've got grocery stores that use it for uh, menus. So inside the grocery store, a very popular chain is using uh, the grocery store experience and they have uh, restaurants inside of the grocery store. So you can eat there or you can get a meal that's already prepared for you. And they use the digital signage for menus. Wow. So it's like, a, is it interactive or is it static? It's not interactive per se for the customer to interact with it, but it has really good uh, looking pictures of the food that, you know, really promotes how good the food looks and, you know, how it's going to be. It's really enticing. Yeah, there's nothing that gets me hungrier than seeing an, a really good image of food. I, I always, now I want that thing that I just saw. If it's pizza, now all I can think about is pizza. Yeah, that's exactly how I am. Now there are interactive menu boards as well. I think, aren't there? Uh, like food courts and things like that will sometimes add a bit more information, maybe nutritional information, or do they even tie into like current stock? Like, hey, we have, you know, this many muffins left at the cafe. I actually have a casino that they have several restaurants, as most casinos do, and you can actually interact with the screen and see the different restaurants. You can see the menu. You can even make a reservation. And, and the cool thing about that is, especially from the casino's perspective, is the interactive wayfinding is on the casino floor, which is where they want you. So you can make your dinner reservation and still keep your money in the slot machine while you're waiting to eat. Now, it's interesting you said wayfinding. I, I would imagine, obviously, a small, you know, a gas station or uh, a mom and pop shop doesn't really need to have wayfinding, you know. But, uh, but a place like a zoo, for example, I should think wayfinding would be incredibly useful or even you know a university campus or something like that you get these places that are spread out and people do need to figure out how to get places yeah absolutely zoos museums uh larger corporate offices that are you know public access to them uh wayfinding is a very very uh, critical piece of, of the uh, deployment i mean if you think about a zoo the last thing you want is for somebody to end up in the lion's cage so wayfinding can keep them uh on their way to the uh, souvenir shop right or you know or you got the kid who's like look i want to see the gorillas where are the gorillas mom and dad are thinking i have no idea but if we don't get this guy gorillas in the next 10 minutes uh it's gonna be chaos oh thank god interactive wayfinding gorillas thank you yes exactly if the gorillas are awake that's a bonus but yes <laughs> yeah right exactly and I know sometimes interactivity is also uh, stuck into a, a digital sign in a kiosk. So like I, I, somebody was telling me not long ago, like even some car rental places will, they'll advertise their rates and then you have buttons there where you can sift through and decide, ooh, that car, that car, not that car, change the dates and actually make a, a, a tentative reservation right there at the screen. Yeah, absolutely. The things that you can do is really endless. This is a little different, but it just reminded me. So I had a shopping district that they wanted to cater more to their clientele. So not only is it digital signage, but it's also wayfinding. The cool thing is, is the wayfinding is in English, Mandarin, and Spanish, and you're in control of 
of which language you need to use. That's great. Because I, I, that's one of those things I think that really just adds to that visitor or customer experience. Like, yeah, you know, uh, you did your research. You found out Mandarin and Spanish are the next most common languages in the area. Like, it would be stupid to do Mandarin if there are no Mandarin speakers, obviously. Yeah, correct. And this is a very large uh, destination shopping district that they, you know, just like you said, they know their clientele based on the brands and the the offerings that they offer at the shopping district. And they know that it meets those demographics. So like a big shopping district absolutely makes sense. Do you see smaller retail uh, venues also going for digital signage, maybe just one or two screens up? Yeah, absolutely. Anytime, you know, it doesn't matter whether you be a small, uh, you know, mom and pop retail thrift store or a very large, you know, corporate style uh, retail location. It doesn't really matter the size. It's all about engaging with your potential customers that have come in to do business with you. So whether it be one screen or 50 screens, it's all about that extra interaction. And, you know, and if you think about it, there's a lot of places that you go to nowadays that the customer service isn't like it was, you know, back in the 80s and 90s before or, you know, things went to the way they are where it's kind of more web-based uh, shopping. So what a great way to bridge that kind of lack of customer service with at least having an informational display telling you things that you may have questions for that you just can't find somebody to answer. Yeah, sure. Plus, it, it, you know, it kind of almost acts as an FAQ. Look, these are the most common questions we get asked. We stick the answers up here on the displays. And then the staff that we do have can then spend their time sort of dealing with more outlier type situations or, or personalize their interactions a bit more. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've seen retailers who now, if they don't have the price of the item that you want to get, you know, displayed on the actual item, they've got scanners. So you can scan and find out what the price is without having to, you know, locate somebody or go pay for it blindly. So same thing with the screens, you know, the most common, you know, questions or, you know, you're there to look at something, whatever that something is, doesn't matter, but the screen can be used to highlight more about it. So, you know, if you picture at car dealerships, they used to, and I don't know if they still do, but car dealerships used to have lots and lots of literature, just literature everywhere. And so if you were there to look at the new, whatever it is you're looking at, you know, you would scroll through a magazine or a brochure about the different colors, features, et cetera. Well, that's all gone. Now that's all gone, you know, digital. So what a great application in a car dealership to just have all the different options for all the different vehicles on screens. Right. And, you know, I know some um, companies are sort of marrying the physical and the digital into a seamless whole. Like I, I've seen a couple of... Um, I think they're prototype test uh, machines, but like, so it's for shoes, sports shoes. You go up and you they have their whole catalog there and you choose your shoe and choose the color and choose the size, all using the interactive screens. And then you wait and I guess the order goes back into the warehouse. Those shoes are fetched, stuck on a conveyor belt, and they come out right there at a little hatch attached to the digital sign. And you've got your shoes. Wow, that's uh, that's really neat. I've I've actually not uh, seen or heard of that. Uh, I read an article recently that said that especially when we get into three D printed materials, this is something that's probably really going to become much more commonplace. Is uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but you won't need 
a cashier. <laughs> you won't need uh, someone stuck in uh, sort of this um, minimum wage job. You'll, in fact, still have people on staff, but they'll be able to be more of almost like a personal shopper to help uh, make the experience better for people. But the, the nitty-gritty of, I want that, here's my money, let me have it, will all be taken care of using this kind of technology. Wow, yeah, absolutely. There's some pretty large furniture stores that have started to do something very similar. So uh, you walk in and, you know, they still have the showroom. They still have the furniture that's displayed on the showroom, but then they have screens that you can see, you know, if you're looking at a couch and it's gray, what does it look like in red or yellow or blue? Then it shows you if it's in stock or not. And then you can actually uh, do the whole procedure on the screen. So you can apply for financing, you can get approved, or you can put in your credit card. And it literally just tells you, what bay to drive your vehicle into if you're not going to do delivery and all of a sudden they show up they put it in your car and away you go wow that's uh that's that's pretty cool come on that's that's the future we were promised when we were kids yeah i mean the jetsons were almost right but uh i'm no flying cars yet uh, i've seen some drivers i'm i'm kind of glad that we don't have flying cars frankly <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah Exactly. <laughs> I just don't know that they need another dimension to operate in. Yeah. Well, those same drivers actually have flying cars. They just weren't designed to be up in the air like they make them. <laughs> yes, true. I'll get my car in the air any way I can. <laughs> right. You also mentioned that larger retailers are using it for like staff communications as well. So like what? If you've got any type of, you know, events that are coming up, you can put that on there. You can talk about any kind of benefits, sign up or any type of policy. I mean, just anything that you can imagine you can put on there. A lot of retail places are very competitive with their staff because obviously their staff's goal is to sell whatever that product is. So what great way to, you know, ramp up the competitiveness than to display how people are doing right on a screen. You know, they the old saying is winners keep score. Well, if you've got some sort of a metric on all of your screens showing who the top salesperson is for the day, the hour, the week, the month, it just breeds, you know, competitiveness and can increase your sales. Oh, sure. That makes absolute sense. And speaking of increasing sales, you know, th there have been now numerous studies. This technology has been coming into the retail space uh, for a few years now, and we're starting to see some real studies. And it's really just kind of astonishing how much they um, affect people's buying habits even. People tend, and it's a ridiculous number, it's well over 70% or something, People who are in, let's say, a shop with uh, digital signage, they see something on the screens and they it's kind of like a, uh, an electronic end-of-aisle display. They, they, they very often buy it. And something like 45% of people in this one survey said that they changed, they're in line with what they're going to buy. They see a similar item advertised on the screen and it looks better there because it's a really nice picture. And then they get out of line and they go change it to what they saw on the screen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Each retail location has a different you know, thing that they can do to promote whatever it is they want to promote. As you mentioned before, when you see pizza, now you want to eat pizza. So if you think of a restaurant, whatever they really, really want to sell, if they have that playing on the display over and over again, by the time you get ready to place your order, you're going to order that or if you're in a casino and they show somebody winning a big jackpot on their screens, you know, and casinos do this a lot. They'll have 
somebody hit, you know, the big jackpot and they'll take a picture of them holding the big check. And so now all of a sudden I need to go play slot machines because you just got me enticed or you walk into a bank and they've got a picture of, you know, somebody sitting in Cancun, Mexico on the beach. And right behind that, they say, you know, use your whatever the bank name is, credit card to uh, earn rewards to go on this vacation. So in addition to promoting goods and services, uh, communicating with staff and employees and and keeping them up to date on what's happening and maybe fostering a little uh, good natured competition. Uh, Of course, digital science can do even more than that. I mean, you can. The thing I'm thinking of is like alert messaging. You know, these are physical locations, shopping center, uh, you know, uh, an airport, uh, a hotel, any, anything, taxi stand. You know, uh, hey, there's a storm coming. It would be nice to know. And they can they do a lot of these places include some sort of alert messaging that's cap compliant and, and ties into uh, everything so that if they need it, they have it. Yeah, absolutely. And so the, you know, the nice thing is, is they can have it segregated. So let's just say that it's, you know, a very big retail type of operation and they've got multiple locations. They can all be using the same cap compliant alert notifications. But if, you know, the tornado is coming to Manhattan, you don't need to maybe, you know, alarm the people in Long Island. Um, I'm not a big person of New York, so I just made that up. But you, you get what I'm saying. So yeah, you can absolutely do that. And then you can also do a manual trigger, meaning that if there's something happening, you can manually go in and have all your screens letting the public know what's going on. Right. Like you find out, oh, hey, um, guess what? <laughs> we're we're, uh, we're closing because uh, this thing is happening. Uh, we can just override the screens and tell everybody, hey, uh, you know, this is this is the deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Do you find retail venues and companies use analytics uh, very much like, you know, tracking how many times a message was played, uh, content submissions, who logged onto the CMS, the system, things like that? Yeah, it's becoming more and more popular. And a lot of places they're they're really, you know, getting involved with doing things such as, you know, putting in your phone number and we'll text you something. You know, it could be directions, it could be a coupon, it could be information. And then of course they like to know that data, like, you know, how many people per day were actually interacting with the sign or what was the most viewed piece of content on the screen, you know, those type of things. Uh retail locations are always trying to determine what's working and what's not working. Sure, that makes sense. And it, you know, it also occurs to me some places like i don't know say a shopping center or or uh, or even a um student union maybe like they could sell ad space to nearby local businesses and then give them that data and say look we showed your message you know x number of times did you see an increase in sales yeah absolutely and that's really popular in student unions you know with whatever the local places that you know would really like to get more students to come there whether it be a coffee shop or a, you know a little sandwich shop or something like that you know when we were talking about the zoo and the museum they oftentimes put a lot of advertising focus on the uh, souvenir or gift shop because that's an extra you know realm of revenue they can make the casino the, the ones that I you know that I've interacted with they're constantly updating and putting whatever whatever the drink specials are, whatever the dinner specials are, you know, things like that. Plus, you know, activities like you get some, sometimes you'll get a, a resort that has, yeah, you can do whatever you want. We've got three swimming pools and six restaurants, but also, hey, we're having whatever water aerobics or we're doing a hike 
or we're all going to go to the donkey rescue or something like that as well. And that stuff can also get promoted that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't want to go on a hike or donkey rescues on my vacation, but I'm sure that uh, somebody does. I say that because I actually went to a donkey rescue on vacation and it was, it was actually, it was, it was a little bit sad, but also kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, anytime you can rescue a donkey, it's uh, nice to give back to the donkey community. Yeah. So like you said, uh, you're seeing more and more of this kind of like a, a way to get sort of immediate ROI and immediate analytics with this like, hey, put your phone number in here and we'll text you the information. Do you see also people publishing their message playlists of the messages that are rotating uh, through on the digital signs to other locations like uh, web pages or if it's for employees, internets and things like this? Or is it really just focusing on the screens themselves? No, I've seen both. Uh, you know, obviously you want to do whatever you can to maximize whatever it is you're trying to promote, whatever you've invested in. So I've seen, you know, screens that have QR codes and you scan the QR code and it takes you to their website or it takes you to something different than what you're experiencing, perhaps inside the actual retail location. They're, you know, just the, the thing is just limitless. You can, you know, scan a code and then be part of their rewards program, which see that's a really key, you know, component to retail because the reason why everybody has the reward program is because now they have your information. They have your, you know, your trades, your shopping style, your likes, your dislikes, et cetera. But most importantly, they've got your email and your phone number and your address so they can continue to be in contact with you. Do you see, what about like people using smaller screens? Like, um, uh, do you see people using like e-ink room signs and things like this? If they don't have a, a whole bunch of space, they, they just need, they want to put the information up. They don't care that if it's color or not. And they just, they just need something small to be able to, uh, message people. Sure. Yeah. The, uh, you know, it's all about just being able to help communicate better. So whether that be, you know, a small screen, an e-ink screen, uh, you know, a 10 inch monitor or, you know, however large the monitor, the screen, it doesn't necessarily matter. I mean, the space management does matter as far as, you know, if you had a great big, huge space, picture a big box store and you had a little small seven inch screen, then it's not going to get the attention and, and, you know, the, the audience that you would want. But that being said, your audience is going to be right in front of it. So the size of it, you know, could be any shape or size. It's just a matter of what are you trying to communicate and to how many people. So digital signage is immensely scalable from uh, one shop and one small sign to a whole bunch of digital signs spread out over a large area. Lots of different kinds of things can uh, be put on there. And it's just honestly a great solution for any kind of retail business. And not just for the public, but for keeping your employees active and engaged and informed as well. Anything from an international hotel chain to a uh, corner grocery store can benefit from retail digital signage and everything in between, I would say. I'd like to thank Jason Kane for talking to me today. He is the region sales manager for South Central in the United States. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. And thank you, everybody, once again for listening. For more free stuff, head to resources on physics.com for guides, videos, and more to help with your visual communications. Please subscribe and share and contact us for information about our digital signage solutions.